live at Genghis Cohen in the heart of Hollywood, it's the Nighttime Show! Tonight we have our head writer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. And we have our very special guest, uh, producer of In Treatment, Big Time Rush, and currently Better Things, Joanne Toll. And now, the host of the Nighttime Show, He's got more fire than Thor and Hulk combined. Put your hands together for Stephen Kramer Glickman! Oh, good afternoon. Did you just say he weighs more than Thor and Hulk combined? Oh, you I know what? I, know. I, I didn't quite hear this. Hear yeah. Well, the audience can't see. They can't so see. You, <laughs> so have to tell, you have to just believe. <laughs> believe! Uh, we have uh, Joanne Toll here today. Uh, very lovely, wonderful, wonderful lady. Thank you so much for being here. You're a terrific producer. Uh, uh, you know, uh, an incredible line producer. You've worked on a, a, a ton of things. Uh, we got to work together. I believe you helped cut checks for me uh, when I was <laughs> so broke that I could barely pay my phone bill. Uh, well, I signed them. You did. Yeah, <laughs> first uh, first season. Like you literally had checks cut. A week early for me, so that, that I could hundred percent, hundred percent true. Because I had I had zero money, and I was trying I was trying to get back and forth from the uh, from uh, I lived in. That was in, back in the old Alero day. Oh yeah, in the Alero days, yes. where I was driving I was driving an Oldsmobile Alero. Yep. What color? Um, it was white. Mike. Whiteish. Uh, it was whiteish. Yeah. It was like an off. Hadn't been washed in about four years. Yes. Smokers, <laughs> smokers teeth white. Yes. 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 <laughs> it had really really good features though uh one of the features was the sunroof was broken mm-hmm. um the air conditioning was broken. uh broken uh, and did not work and had never worked yes. um so the alarm system <laughs> the alarm system on the car would trigger sometimes accidentally and mm. go off and i couldn't turn it off and i don't know no why you had an alarm because nobody would ever want to steal that car <laughs> no one would want to steal an oldsmobile alero people were insulted when it would go off near them like, i yeah. would never I steal would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get away from me. And then, this is true, uh, I, I bought that car, and about uh, four days after I bought it, the um, the sunroof broke. Mm-hmm. And so then I drove it back over to Oldsmobile, and they had already gone out of business. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is a, that is a fact. So... Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I have, uh, jo, uh, jo, Joanne, I have, uh, you've got a special place in my heart uh, <laughs> because you, you helped me get through a, a weird uh, period there. Helped him pay tricky? off that car. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have yeah. zero memory of that, but I'm well, you know, glad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this, you know, this, this business is a, uh, is a strange and brutal uh, business. Why did you get into True. this business in the first place? Where did you come from? Where'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? I grew um, I grew up in Philadelphia, in the suburbs, mm-hmm. yeah. and my now late sister was a comic in the 70s. What? Late oh, yeah. 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Who was your sister? Judy Toll. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, well, yeah was. totally. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, So she, I grew up around comics. I mean, if you mm-hmm. ever watch the show, I'm Dying Up Here, the yeah. Showtime yeah, show, sure, that yeah. is my childhood. Wow, Basically, really? Stand-up comics What were the everywhere. clubs in Philly that you uh, uh, there's, would hang out at? Let's see. Um... Well, Steve Young was the guy who ran at Comedy Works. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was yeah. the big, kind of the big one. And then there yeah. were like a few little ones. I think it still is, isn't it? Yeah, he, Comedy I mean, Works is still is a big club. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh. fa- he's a family friend. Known him for all my life. My Sweet 16 was there. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was awful. My parents <laughs> thought it was really funny and, and didn't tell my sister. And then we she had to get up. We got Yakov Smirnoff for your sister. <laughs> it was your um, sister Bobby performed? Bobby Slane. 
Bobby Slay. Slay. Oh, my God. What? Did your sister perform at your birthday? She had no idea that that was happening. (laughs) Yeah. My parents were very warped. That's hilarious. Yeah. So all, you know, relatives and my friends from high school were sitting in the audience. And it dawned on her kind of slowly when she saw. Because, you know, it's dark. You can't really see. But then she starts seeing, like, all these familiar people. and. And it dawned on her that I like that your birthday, birthday invitation party. could have had like scheduled to appear on. It. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> wow, it may there have. might be drop-in guests. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> you know? Weird, funny. It depends on who's in wig, town. Maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it funny how parents like kind of get what you do, uh, but they mm-hmm. don't totally, and then they just kind of think that they can help out. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. like yeah. like my my I love my mom so much, but she uh, she'll call me almost every week and go. Uh, oh, I heard a comedian that you should have on your live show. <laughs> I'll go, who is it? She'll go, oh, God, who is it? Uh, now you're going to put me to the test. That's the show he says. Yeah. Now you're going to put me to the test. I'm like, well, who is it, Mom? She goes, okay, I'll tell you. He is... He he had a show, okay, and he is, a, he is from New York. He is a New Yorker, and he... Oh, gosh... On the show, he had a bunch of people that were friends of his, and he, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> like, oh, you my God. Yeah, I no, for sure. You know, <laughs> she'll, she'll call up and <laughs> say, squeeze you know, him in. why can't you get Rosie O'Donnell to be on your show? <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't. Or Roseanne. She'll ask for Roseanne. Yeah. Can Roseanne do the show? Absolutely. I'm like, of course she yeah, can. She can. Of course. Yeah, She's can. very she funny. Won't. Why won't you invite her? Just she invite her. Well, what's the harm in inviting? Like that's usually yeah. what, what's the harm in inviting? Yeah. Like I, I don't know what the harm is inviting. <laughs> I just, it's it's just taking time away from my life. Yeah, my mother said <laughs> that she would really appreciate it if you were coming. You would be on my show. That would be great. That's amazing. Yes. So did you uh, did you work on projects and or on in the business at all when you were growing up? Like, did you have any experience with it growing up? No, I didn't. I just went to college in the eighties and majored in communications like you everybody school? else. I went to Boston University. Okay. And, nice. uh, Same school as Howard Stern. <laughs> that's right. And that's Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Hey. Apparently she didn't finish. That's, <laughs> the, that's the word. <laughs> that's we all right. I don't that's know. okay. Um, <laughs> well, now she's not doing the show. Yeah, yeah. now oh, she's definitely not doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you blew it. You I, I'm pretty out. sure it's you not blew your fault. It. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She just canceled. <laughs> yeah, that, that was what was holding her back. <laughs> yeah, Roseanne, we Rose can get Roseanne. Roseanne. Sure. I have nothing to say about her. <laughs> no, no. no idea where she went to college. None. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I studied film and television. And then, you know, I used to visit my sister here. And she was a member of the Groundlings Company. Oh, and cool. I used to come and hang out as a you know late teenager and college years here and decided to move out when i graduated who were some of the people in the company that you kind of remember as sticking out i'm still friends with a lot of them george mcgrath um jim dugan kate benton mindy sterling tim stack um kathy griffin i was at the very first time kathy griffin ever tried doing stand-up i was there my sister and i went to support and help her out Um, she was like a young member of the Groundlings when my sister was in. Um, let's see. Who else was in the company? Doug Cox. Um, Patrick Bristow was later. Oh, I we know. He was like Sunday Patrick. Company. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of good names. That's amazing. Tim mm-hmm. Stack is so talented. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, remember, I used to watch, he had a fake talk show. 
Mm-hmm. That was like a fake Richard Bay style. Dick Dietrich, oh Nighttime show. with My yeah. Sister Was the Voice. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I loved cool. that show. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. That's like I, the yeah. only comedy show I ever watched with my parents. Like they <laughs> somehow would sit through that one. It was like the only thing they actually kind of enjoyed because they liked talk shows. He oh, I, I is so ahead show. of his time. Yeah. 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 So uh, I, was, uh, I used to babysit his kids. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Phil Hartman, I was his babysitter. Oh, oh wow. What? Really? His, mm-hmm. Yeah. At oh the time, he only had one, but yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, grew up around. around yes, you knew a lot of all those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, what was your first job in the industry? Like, what was your first working job? Uh, I PA'd. Uh, I used to work in music videos, um, mm-hmm. and I moved my way up a little bit from PA to coordinator. I worked on all the new kids on the block videos. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> That's hysterical. So yeah. you watch them hang tough live. Man, those bands really ruined my childhood. They they ruined, they ruined my your teens. adulthood. They ruined yeah. my adulthood yeah. too. They really yeah. did though, because they said like as a little fat Jewish kid <laughs> with a mullet <laughs> in San Diego, yeah. there was nothing I could do. I couldn't yeah. be you I couldn't be any walk of those around guys. in a white silk tuxedo with I a rose. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. sets such a standard. Like, ladies, yeah. you know, all the girls at my school, they were all excited <laughs> about the new kids. You know, they couldn't they couldn't care about the old fat kids. Yeah. <laughs> the kid, the worn-out hyper-color shirt. Yeah, me, yeah. me wearing a hyper-color shirt going, hey, hey, you guys want to come see me in the music man? <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. I would kill Not interested. Like, I would have said yes in a heartbeat. <laughs> They're going to go home and kiss their Jordan Knight poster instead, <laughs> right. of, a, yeah. instead yeah. of a picture of you wearing a rude dog shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, my God, dude. You know you know me too well. Oh, yeah. I literally was wearing rude dog shirts. And As then, was I. I really, I well, I made some bad choices, uh, Joanne, because I, I, I got into crime. Here's what happened: was I started watching uh, uh, me and my two best friends at the time, uh, David Hurley and Adam uh, Hallam. The three of us would get together every week and we'd watch Parker Lewis can't lose. Oh, okay. Tim Stack was on that show. He yes, played he, the father. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very talented. And uh, we'd watch the show. And uh, and then we started uh, saying who was which guy, you know, on the show. <laughs> and oh. so I oh, went no. out and I bought those silk shirts that Parker Lewis would wear on the show. <laughs> now you would think I, I like was, that it came to a vote and you were voted Parker Lewis. Oh yeah, I voted group. myself yeah. Parker Lewis. I was like, I'm the Parker Lewis. They were like, you're the Kubiak. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not the. <laughs> I, you know, I was like, I'm the I'm the silk shirt you guy. You campaigned hard. For I Parker campaigned Lewis. hard for Parker Lewis, and I went out and I got me some silk shirts and some big sunglasses and I, uh, I walked around. To, I even got my sister, I think I, I helped I get my sister a Massimo hat so she could kind of oh. look like his sister on the show and I would walk around. I got, we had watches. We would synchronize our watches together. No one gave no one gave a shit about, about us <laughs> or this show. Like, no one cared about taste. the show. No one cared about us. That, you had really good taste. That was an excellent, yeah. excellent show that nobody... It was a good show. I loved that, that show. Yeah. Reminding other kids that you can't lose <laughs> yeah. in the cafeteria yeah. line. They're, they're like, <laughs> like, hey, kids, don't forget. I can't lose. <laughs> You're so much younger. You're so much younger than me. We it, played by honor. Did that loser just oh, tell me that he can't <laughs> lose? <laughs> This is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my it's life. Not. My fourth grade friends and I played the Sweat Hogs. What? Oh. I'm so much to you. I'm so much that's older awesome. than you. It's, yeah. Get out of here. That's Whoa. my brother's age. That's, that's not that much. We're from, we're from yeah. a different generation. We used to play Greatest American Hero. Oh, that was, that was yeah. a good one. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of kids played that. Yeah. 
I played the man with two brains. I tried to convince <laughs> one of my friends that we should play that. And neither of us knew what the hell we were doing at all. But yeah. It was a very broad comedy. <laughs> very, uh, yeah, hey, kids, let's all play Dr. Detroit. It was all like weird <laughs> cable movies from the 80s that just didn't make sense to anyone. Highlander. Let's all play Highlander. That yes. kind of made sense. Yeah, kind of worked. Just it's, whack it's each other in the face with sticks. <laughs> it's basically really violent tag. Yeah, that's Highlander. Oh. Cutting each other's heads off to be yeah. a more. Please. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, so your first jobs were working on on uh, as a PA on stuff like new, Cl- new kids on the block yeah. videos. But yeah. um, when d- when did you make the move? Did you make the move up to TV or to to film? Um, uh, I did some PA work on features. Yeah. I did a feature called um, Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town, and another yeah, one that called is nice. on the Bounty. Now, for our audience who is like trying to f- figure this out, like being a PA, yeah. That's like and that's kind of like entry level yes. job stuff it's, for the most part. Yeah, right? you're just everybody. You're everybody's support. Whatever they need, right? You know, you go pick it up. You drive. Uh, back in those days, we had to drive mm-hmm. the sound in the film to the place where it got oh, developed, wow. and mm-hmm. you know, whatever that sort of thing. Or we had to do craft service, which now there's like a special person just for that. Right. This was all like small, yeah. non-union stuff. So we right, kind of yeah. had to do all yeah. of but that. But good PAs can make the difference between a shoot going well or not going well. Absolutely. 100%. Invaluable. Like, they're, like, one of the most important things on that set. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the absolutely. PAs that work on on the nighttime show live... Oh. We couldn't uh, do the show we without them. We couldn't do the show without them. No. It's... It, it, they... Because they... They they literally carry the entire set, the, the couch, <laughs> yep. the desk, everything, up, down a flight of stairs in front of... 200 people waiting to go in they like move people out of the way get it up onto the stage and then they move a giant couch onto the stage and then they like set up our step and repeat and blow up all of our stuff and kind of give out things i mean it's the amount of work that these guys do in the two hours leading up to the show what are our guys names uh, I don't. I don't. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you because I don't remember. But they're such gentlemen too. They're like yeah. really nice guys. No, Shout out to guys. whoever you are. Both of you. <laughs> you both mean the world I, to me. No, I know who. And it is. <laughs> I know Take who care it is. But, Take good but care they, of them. Uh, they're they're really great. Whoever they are, and uh, they keep the morale up. Like it, it's funny. Like they'll have like a couch on their back, and they'll be like, "You doing okay?" And Aww. it's like. I'm great. <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. what you're doing, you're fine. Yeah. We we turn our PAs into Sherpas. Is what we've done. Yeah, yeah they they really are. I'm now. I'm gonna have to look it up because I just feel like the worst person. <laughs> we we have like them. boxes of donuts in the back, and they're like, "You think it'd be okay if I had me and him share a donut or something <laughs> like that?" It's like, like, yeah. please take as please many do. as you want. Yes. Take them home. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll save you a box. What just the hell? Be sure to get some before Robbie gets here. Yeah, oh, Shane. Here. It's Shane. Shane. Shane is the PA. Yeah. Shane, our good friend Shane, and then. He always brings like some guy with him. Let's let's. Call I don't him, know who the other. Let's call him Greg Terry. and Terry. Greg Terry and Terry and, Greg. and Shane. Be but Shane enough. Shane's yes. the guy who's been around with us for the longest. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, just, I have. Yeah. I'm, I'm a terrible person. Shane, no, Shane's terrific. And uh, but we. How often do you say his name? You usually I, say. I usually go. Hey. Yeah. Do that. Get over here! <laughs> Usually it's a lot of that. His nickname is You're Fired, I think. You're fired. <laughs> you're fired. Come on. Bring Do this thing. again. You're fired. Don't yeah. touch my donuts. <laughs> <laughs> then you wave a fist at him. That's usually how he, how he knows to come over. Yeah, that's a hard job, though, being a PA. That's a, that's a, that, can be a hard, that can be a hard gig. You have to yeah. watch everybody and just like 
find stuff what you know mm-hmm. where can you fill in what's the utility you yeah. Know, yeah what's needed and just be there mm-hmm. well your first uh your Wait, first did you say one of the movies was on the bounty mutant on the bounty oh mutant on the bounty that's yeah. <laughs> that's a whole that's a real fun spin on that concept mm-hmm. it's like a trauma <laughs> film was, or? it was that's yeah. exactly right those Holy both of those films were trauma yeah because really? i know zombie chicks in chopper town was mm-hmm. trauma mm-hmm. well your first job as a line producer it looks like your first line producer job was on the nick cannon show and is that true yeah, I or i guess so you're yeah, really going to skip over the whole trauma thing. You're not going to talk to her about... No, no, we, we should talk about, talk about yeah, talk trauma films. <laughs> please, go, please, <laughs> please, please. It's like maybe one of the most interesting yeah, studios no. in the world. Yeah, yeah no, they're yeah. they're amazing and terrifying. I, yeah, I think the Mutant on the Bounty was sold to them later because mm-hmm. it was a guy uh, that was directing it that had put up his own money and I think it got... They're like they're like that's us. And then the other one, I just came on as a a PA. I don't, you know, I don't. It was really fun and weird and interesting. What were like some of the fun things you saw, or costumes, or sets that were kind of (sighs) like out there? It it was out in the desert, and it was, uh, and I was very young. And I had to stay in a hotel, like, you know, and share a room. And it was that kind of, yeah. you know, yeah. I thought that this was the greatest thing. Right. Yes. And yeah. everybody was complaining nonstop. And it was, yeah. you know, it was a difficult It is kind of like, <laughs> in so a way, funny. we all, like, come to L.A. to join the circus. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine a more circusy environment exactly. than on a trauma film. Yeah. That, yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, it was, and I remember being, you know, we were all on one, one like, outdoor kind of ghost town set. Uh-huh. So there was mm-hmm. a lot of camaraderie like everybody was yeah. so was there an actual mutant like um, uh, someone dressed as like a, a mutant well that was the chopper chicks one. Oh, okay yeah okay. sorry the chopper the, chicks yeah, yeah chopper chicks was the one out in the desert what were the chopper was, chicks like were they, they nice people were very or? nice and i there was one i can't vicky somebody and she she had been like a working actress in uh, vicky lawrence bigger, no. <laughs> bigger <laughs> <setting>. <laughs> and i remember, I remember God, God, <laughs> why would i not own that movie of vicky lawrence was the it was star weird. It was i'm the first a chopper chick yeah <laughs> Right after Carol Burnett, said, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't have uh, Hard getting work right right after Carol Burnett ends. That's rough. You gotta break away. All right, I'll do this movie. Vicky, can you ride a Harley? Of course. (laughs) Yes, yes, I can. I can, I promise. Yeah. Oh, my God. Very few memories of it, but just that. that So now, did Mutant on the Bounty take place at, at sea? No, was it, it was on, on a, a spaceship. Oh, a, a spaceship. spaceship. Of okay. course. Yeah. 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 That should have that should have been filled in on yeah. its own. And I loved it so much that I had the mutant mask in my house for a really long time. Oh, wow. Nice. What did really it look like? It was all it had a phone like an <laughs> like the very first cell phone stuck mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> oh, cool. And like eyeballs. I wish I still had it. What happened to uh, it? I'm sure I threw it away. Uh, and I was friendly with the director for a long time. And there's some collector yeah. out there in like Toledo yeah, where like, like that's no. like the thing. No, it's my favorite movie. Yeah. Sorry, it had a it had the bust like the wig bust mm-hmm. that it was pinned to. Oh uh, wow! For years. So it was it was a full mask like face mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you could put that on and walk around conventions and people would be like, "Wow, that's the best cosplay I've ever seen." Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. You're the mutant from Mutant on the Bounty from oh. 1988. Finally, yeah. <laughs> finally. 
We're reunited. There is at least one guy at every convention that would be like, finally, someone. You know about the movies. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. So now we're jumping. Now we're jumping. Line line, You start line producing. Um, do you, what's the tr- what's the transition into line producing? Well, let's see. So did uh, I did tell, a- tell people what line producing is. Okay. Do you want me um, to tell people? You you tell. Let me, me hear what you have to say. Here's what I think it is. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> I want to hear. Do. Here's what I think it is. Uh, as far as as far as I know, it's uh, the person who decides how the budget is broken down and spent for a uh, for a uh, TV show or a film. Um, and, uh, and it's, uh, like a, above the line and below the line, right? Basically. Um, kind of, well, above the line are people that are above my pay grade. Basically. Sure. Those deals are made, you know, outside the, by business affairs and lawyers and things like that. Right. But as far as hiring, <coughs> like you tell them, you, you it's explain. based, the way I describe it is it's the, it's all of the non-creative logistical elements that go into creating a show or mm-hmm. producing a show. So hire the staff and crew, look at the budget, kind of work it around, depending on what the script is. Usually you're, I'm handed a budget that is just kind of a template. So they don't look at the script and say, oh, you know, you need this many locations. That's my job to kind mm-hmm. of rework the budget and make sure that that number is the right number, or if not, try and get more money. So now wait, when, so when people say below the line and above the line, you're mm-hmm. the line. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I had never known that before. How about that? <laughs> Very That's cool. In the term line producer. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I know. I, I'm just that I'm, part I understood. <laughs> oh no, I was just clearing clearing it up for those who didn't well, on I the don't internet. Like you. Oh, yeah. for those on the internet. <laughs> for for, for the, those on the internet. <laughs> those on the internet who need to know. Just say it, Stephen. For the stupid. For the stupid <laughs> for people. The stupid that don't know. I don't know. Things. Saying for the, the stupid that kind of crosses no. a line. No. That does cross a line. Crosses the line. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> really, Matt? Oh, I went there. <laughs> go home. <laughs> uh, the stupid really like that joke. MattWalkerSucks.com. Yes. Remember. Just go to MattWalkerSucks.com. <laughs> say yes. leave, mean, leave mean messages for him. Um, Did you say, you were going to say meanly leave messages? <laughs> meanly leave mean messages. Uh, Nick Cannon Show. Is that the first line producing job? I, it may be. It may have been. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. There was a... A time in between where I was doing coordinating and like sort of uh, non-union UPMing, and then I moved to HBO and I became an, an assistant wow. and moved up and became an ex- kind of a junior executive at mm-hmm. HBO for about five years. What oh did you work God. on at HBO? Um, Mr. Show, Dennis Miller Live. Oh, come on, Mr. Show. What? Wow. That's the greatest one of the executive. greatest shows ever. Mr. Show's the yeah. greatest sketch show in the history up. of sketch Don't shows. Don't make a hand motion. I'm Still just. It was up. just an executive. I, I was just executive, and I, 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 didn't, I didn't really do anything. Now, but, like, why is it? So cool. Here's a question, though. Why is it that HBO seemed to not even know that show existed? Is that, that you think? Yeah. That's oh, like they the thing, like because they even talk it. about how like it's not on HBO Go. Like I, David Cross has talked oh. about this, and like talk about like they had to fight to get DVDs released or like, like, cause no, it seemed like HBO just like forgot that show even existed at all. They're like, even when the show was running, they're just like HBO, like put no promotion behind it, anything like that. It was just sort of like a thing that they allowed to be on that. They just pretended didn't really happen. I, I think they knew it was like, you know, culty kind of, that Mm -hmm. it would find its own. Yeah. It's it's so good. I know. There's still lines that go through my head. Oh yeah. 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 Just the other day, I, I posted a clip because some of the HBO stuff, you can't find clips on YouTube because they're very, you know, quick to pull that off. But I did yeah. find the clip because uh, somebody posted something about having a rap contest. And I posted the clip of Bob Odenkirk 
uh, when he was like, a rap, a rap, a rap, a tap, uh-huh. tap. <laughs> <laughs> From the rap contest where, you know, it was, and then the Buddhist monk emulated himself. And it was oh very, very funny. Do you remember the one where he was on, the, it was a plane crash? Mm-hmm. And he's sitting in the, you know, the seats of the plane and, and they find him as if he's been, you know, left <laughs> and he's eaten everybody yes. on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he's gigantic. And then they're like, hey, did you get a haircut? He's like, oh, yeah, I just walked over into town and got a haircut and came back to eat more people. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so much. I'll never forget that. I mean, what every, a, every time sh- I see a corporate mascot, I think a pit pet mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah. 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 What other shows were, were happening at that time? Um, so this was before Sex and the City and Sopranos. This mm-hmm. was as those, like, my last couple of years, those were being developed. I worked on the pilot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. What? Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, oh was the last, that was the what last What did you one. do on, what did you do on that? What was that uh, like? Just go to meetings and listen to Larry mm-hmm. talk, basically. Oh, my God. That and must have been insane. There was, there was that was one incredibly meeting. funny? It was, he's a genius. Yeah. We sat around at one, at a table where they were presenting, like, here's what the set's going to look like, and here's locations, and because it wasn't, it was only supposed to be a special, yeah. and they thought maybe. So it was going to culminate with him doing his stand-up special. That was the whole thing of him coming back to doing stand-up and seeing what it was like and HBO giving him a special. Uh-huh. So he sat around the table and he said, you know, and we're going to shoot this on Saturday and you're all going to be here. And he's pointing at all of us like we're going to be in the show. And uh-huh. all of us looked at each other and were, no, 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 that's not happening. Yeah. No. So then they wound up casting people, of course, to play executives. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine? Did oh they? Yeah. Now did they you could have well, I mean, been you in there would have been awful well, you yeah. know like in the special did you have any say in who was cast as you or it, <laughs> no. it was my sister oh was, oh, was it, it? Yeah, are yeah. you serious yeah. oh, that's oh that's awesome, awesome. Yeah. oh yeah, my yeah. god she's that's in incredible. two or three did you help her get that gig like are you like I didn't. Hey, you should hire well she just auditioned and all that Mar- Mar- oh that's hilarious Jeff Garland's wife was the casting director and they were friendly and Larry liked her. I think Larry knew yeah, her. Yeah, that's did, awesome. Did they yeah. make a decision to, because like in that in that special, it's all about leading up to him doing stand-up, and then he doesn't do stand-up. Right. Which is, it's kind of weird, because that is how Seinfeld, the TV show, started, was mm-hmm. that same exact thing. Yeah. 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 Now, did, was that planned the whole time that he wasn't going to do stand-up yeah. at the end? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh now, God. was your sister, do you feel like she was playing you or playing her own? Oh, she was definitely doing her own oh. thing, <laughs> but she asked me a couple of things. Like, she yeah. was really more supposed to be a creative executive, oh, okay. and they were talking about different, you know, stand-up hours that they were going to do, so I threw names at her and oh, told okay. her what to wear, and that was yeah. about mm-hmm. it. Oh, that's cool. so funny. That must have been a blast to, to mm-hmm. be around a show yeah. like that, getting designed. Have you wa- did you watch most of it? Did you watch the, the yeah. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's amazing. <laughs> I, you know, we were we were at the time like, oh, you know, it's just one thing. What what are they going to do? Yeah. How's this going to keep going? And yeah. now it's like yeah. what twenty years later. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like everything with everything with Larry David. You always hear about how like on Seinfeld, it's like they did the the first four episodes or whatever, and he's like, "That's it." Out of stories. I don't know. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I quit. I'm done. And they're like, oh, you got eight more. And he's like, okay, did eight more. Like, that's it. I'm done. Out of ideas. Got nothing left. Like, every season, he finished <laughs> up with, like, I got nothing left. I don't know what we're going to do. The show's over. Yeah. You know, it's so funny is that, like, uh, during – there's been a couple HBO shows where it's it, – I literally changed my my life to match the mm-hmm. TV schedule because I don't want to I don't want to miss the episode before when it comes out. Uh, Boardwalk Empire mm-hmm. was that for my girlfriend and me where we literally watched every single episode together every single time it, it aired wow. and then uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> Mike came over for the first episode of this new season yeah. and I like tried to get my girlfriend in and she stood there she wouldn't sit she just stood in the room and watched the TV and then went 
this is what you want to watch. <laughs> this is what you like. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, we've been waiting, you know, six years, years for this to years. come back. Get the hell out of the room if you're not going to sit and watch it. <laughs> she was like, enjoy. You know, and like, storm- this is what you enjoy. Enjoy. And like, stormed And then off. she made a humongous sandwich and left. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. That's what she does. She really does not like Larry David because... She, because I do way too many Larry, when I do Larry David things. Larry David is your new Parker Lewis. Yeah, yes. he really is. It's 100% What's true. We, had, we just had a thing. This is 100% true. We went to, uh, for her birthday, I went uh, with her to like a very fancy place, like a Saks Fifth Avenue kind of place. And I bought her these very nice sandals, which is what she wanted, these fancy schmancy sandals. And so she puts on the sandals and she goes for a walk to like walk around to go test them out. And I take the, I, I say to the guy, to the guy in the store, I go, I go, hey, hey, here's my credit card. Take the box. Go, go pay for these right now. And, I, and, then, when, and then here's what you do. Come back. Once she comes back, she's going to go, where's the box at? And then come back and go, oh, sorry, miss. These are already sold. Someone just bought them. Okay? Just go do that. And he goes, all right. So he Wait, goes off. Why would you think this is a good idea? I, think it's, I just thought it was funny. It's like a funny thing to do. <sighs> so then she comes walking back. She comes walking back. And she goes, uh, where's the box? I go, I don't know. The guy, the guy came and took it. Uh, so how do you like them? She goes, oh, they fit great. They feel perfect. And the guy comes back over and he goes, I'm so sorry, miss, but someone has purchased these sandals while you were out <laughs> walking around on them. And I go, I go, what the hell's the matter with you? And I start yelling at the guy in the store, what kind of person sells shoes while they're on a woman's feet? What are you nuts? And I'm like, started yelling at the guy. And then right away she realized it was just that we were just doing a joke. And the guy was like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. And he was like trying to act. And it was like, it was so funny. And she was like, you couldn't just get them. You had to make it like a thing. Gotta you had to do like, a bit. You gotta do a bit. You gotta do a bit for it. What it's I was too expecting much is that the guy just burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> at you him. told me to yeah. do this. His manager comes over, fires him. How dare you upset this customer? <laughs> yeah. You're fired. You're fired, sir. <laughs> You're fired. Get I out. thought she was going to come back and say she doesn't want them. Yeah. 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 yeah that'd be even worse. Oh, that would have been worse. <laughs> Wait, I need to terrible. talk to her. This yeah. is how to counterbalance. This oh, is how yeah. to counteract. No, she's, yeah. she's comedy gold. Um, she, she literally will say to me at times, please turn the neb down just a little bit. She goes, too nebbishy today. Yeah. Turn it down. Uh, hey, uh, man, this is such a fun podcast. You know who I'm missing, though? Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss uh, Mike Glazer. I wish Mike Glazer was around. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that. There oh. he is. He's coming in the door right now. Mike Glazer. Hey. 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 Can I come up? Hey. Hey. Holy whoa, cow. Whoa. Mike, whoa. what's been going on? Oh. How you doing? I was in the desert, and I saw an oasis or something. There was a huge bottle wow. of Fireball, and so I just, like, dragged it back here. Whoa. whoa look how big that That's bottle enormous. of Fireball is. Yeah. I feel like you could swim in it if you don't want to drink it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's absolutely enormous, man. I mean, I can't believe that you find, oh. found that out in the middle of the desert yeah well hey let's all have some of that fireball whiskey thank goodness man you know fireball whiskey it makes everything better even uh even almost dying in the desert yeah but it was worth it i mean it's gonna taste great yeah yeah cinnamon whiskey it makes you feel good even when you're almost about to die in the desert (laughs) yeah all right let's get back to the show um, Nick Cannon. Yes. What, <laughs> Poor Nick okay. Cannon. Yeah. I'm sorry to keep jumping at Nick Cannon, but he's a fascinating Nick and bizarre Cannon's character yeah. who also, incidentally, 
is, I believe, still the president of Team Nick. Is no. he still? Or well, this is before all of that, I would think. This he is was I, barely. Oh, yeah. He was twenty. One-ish. He was vice president. Yeah. Well, he's a fascinating, yeah. bizarre character who yeah, married Mar- Mariah Carey. He's, I mean, he's <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. What was he like to work with back he then? He was um, very professional. Yeah. He was really young, and he knew you know, this was a big break for him, and he took full, healthy advantage of it. Not you know, yeah. He didn't take yeah. advantage of anybody. He was very serious and very dedicated, and he really wanted to do a good job. Now, was that show on MTV? Nick no, it was on Nickelodeon. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I was on the second season. I think it had already had a, a season before. So how do you do, like, because you're setting up the budget for this show at that point. Mm-hmm. How do you decide, like, okay, so what do we need to spend money on? Like, on a show like that, mm-hmm. uh, there's, like, a live studio audience for that? Is that how it went? For that one or no? No. I'm thinking no, of the newer we did ones. Sketches. Oh, I mean, sketches. It was okay. Old, yeah. It's, well, so, like, would they come to you and be like, we need a giant hot dog costume? How much can we spend on it? Like, is that kind yeah. of how it would go? Or? Yes. I mean, every department has their budget, and each each individual episode, you know, costumes is higher on one, or art department is higher on another. It just, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a floating. Will you produce number. the first first season or first two seasons of Big Time Rush? Just the first. Just the first season. Mm -hmm. Now, do you do that? Have you done that a lot with TV shows where you'll do the first season and then you just bounce and go off and go work on another show? Not on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) That one was. That one was on purpose. You were were like, I got to get out. No, I had another job offer. uh, And we didn't know that the second season was going to get picked up at the time. So I accepted the other offer, which Mm -hmm. was Enlightened on HBO. Okay, well, let's. uh, Well, that's a serious show. I mean, in comparison, (laughs) for God's sake. We but big walk rush. walk me through you getting hired on the big time rush to, mm-hmm. and and what you did to kind of make make things work like how how did that work <sighs> so you get you got hired by Scott or by the uh well Kieran Fisher producer? is an old friend and mentor of mine and I knew her for I've known her for years and she brought me in to meet Scott I think there was a pilot that was done before yeah. Yeah. my time yeah. and then Somebody got recast. Yeah, Kendall. 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 Right? Yeah, Kendall. So we knew we had to shoot the pilot again. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, with Nickelodeon, they just hand you the budget and say, you know, make this number work. So that's what we... And this was a high-budget show for Nickelodeon. I think it was at the time. Yeah. It wasn't... What, what were the? Do you remember any idea of what it what it was per episode on a show like that? I don't even think it was a million an episode. I think it was you know what would now be not not very one big numbers. million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but it, the way that they do it at Nickelodeon is at least they did at the time was every episode was one big pot of money and mm-hmm. you just sort of divided. Whereas most epi- most shows have a pattern budget mm-hmm. this is what you're supposed to hit every episode oh, okay mm-hmm. so it's a little it was structured a little different now was it different because uh this shot at paramount versus nick studios like is there stuff they have at nick studios that they usually reuse for all their shows that you didn't have access to uh i don't know th- that show wouldn't have worked at nickelodeon studios because we had to build the whole pool thing. yeah we actually dug that pool into the floor at yeah. the studio then they paramount. filled it in and, and dug it, it in, again and then dug it again <laughs> weird is that paramount. after my time I said, <laughs> what is wrong with you we set it up so that they could just cover it and yeah yeah, yeah. not the yeah that's yeah yeah. Tricky. <laughs> not yeah. gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything mean. Disney used to sell original art in their Disneyland gift shop for ten cents a piece. So yeah. Did they really? Big studios make big mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, what were your first impressions of uh, the people that you worked with on that show? I mean, had you worked with Scott Fellows before? I never worked with Scott Fellows before. I think, I think everybody was 
new. I think that was one, like maybe one of my first Nickelodeon shows, if not the first. Yeah. I think. It, well, I guess uh, Nick Cannon was Nick first, Cannon. but that was sure. several years before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I Scott is crazy. Scott is um, <laughs> he's a handful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot going on. And I mean, my main memory. Well, two things: you playing the piano, and we were always like Glickman, Glickman. Glickman, yeah. Yeah. stop! Oh, what? oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, and then Scott, well, a couple of things. There was one. You know, we never had the script until right before, because right, he was yeah. writing them as the other ones were shooting. He would be sitting on stage writing them. Yeah. And we would say, you know, Scott, what, you know, what's happening next week? I don't know, but you got to get a skunk. <laughs> uh, okay. Something like that. We wow. would never, we would never know exactly what was happening. Yeah. You're kind of like the concierge of the show yes and that he's really like coming to you and he's like yeah. i need like this and you're like well i guess i gotta figure out i gotta get a skunk guy now i don't know yeah, yeah like, do. would you have to negotiate like if they wanted someone like um you know like russell brand when they got russell brand or like mm-hmm. snoop dogg or something like that was that something that you would have to deal with with uh casting like would yeah. you have to figure mm-hmm. out how much especially because like those budgets weren't enormous no. so those guys were getting paid kind of whatever they probably weren't getting paid a lot for as little yeah. as they could possibly Geraldine flood could possibly <laughs> pay them or she would come to me and say how much can i spend we would look mm-hmm. at the rest of the characters of that particular episode and see where there was any flexibility guest stars and things like that well did you work were you there when we did the christmas special with snoop dogg no that was after my time that was after your time mm-hmm. um we had um fabio right <laughs> yeah okay and lot of not that many guest stars in the first season first that I season. can remember. Yeah. It was really all about you guys yeah. in the pool and the hockey. Blew all the, the budget on Fabio. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. That was a lot. Well, um, what about the... Did you have to... Is there a lot of expenses involved? Because, like, say, Ciara was young at the time, so mm-hmm. she had the tutor and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a show that involves young people, like... Does that come out of the budget of the show, like yep. having the tutors on it? Okay. Yeah, and they can only work limited hours depending yeah. on their age. If you're from 9 to 15 years old, you can work nine and a half hours, and three of those hours have to be spent doing school, mm-hmm. and wow. it has to be in 20-minute chunks. Yeah. So the, the schedule has to really work around kids. Yeah. So, you know. And that's why they often cast, like on Big Time Rush, they cast guys who were 18 or older, mm-hmm. so they could just work them whenever. Yep, yeah. Sierra was our only minor on that show. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she wasn't from L.A., so she had to go to school. Yeah full-time as if a kid was local they would go to their school on the days they were oh, working okay because right. she didn't live here five yeah because she's week. from kentucky that's Jeez. my same thing on better things neither of the two girls lives here so we have a studio teacher five days a week for them mike did wow. you have a question well i wanted to circle back to fabio because i remember you telling me a story <laughs> please and i don't know if you've shared this on the air yet the story about uh his shoes Shoes. Do you recall this? No, please tell. Please. Tell. <laughs> you told me this, and it burned into my brain. <laughs> where you said, uh, "I might have been the first time you met him, or maybe the second time." You admired the shoes that he had on, and you're a bit of a shoe collector yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you noticed the next day he had an equally spectacular pair of shoes, and you said, uh, "You really have great shoes." And he said, "Stephen." Do you know how many shoes I have? Uh, no, no. I have over 400 pair of shoes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, Stephen, you don't want someone to run into you a second time and think, oh, 
this man only has one pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. remember this Yeah, guy? sure. That yeah. sounds like Fabio. That sounds, that sounds about yeah. right. And, and you told me, you were like, what happened in his life that someone, like, when he was younger, ran into him and was like, you only have one pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. That, that totally makes sense. That, sound, that sounds like yeah. him. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I met Fabio uh, was when he started talking all about how the uh, world was run by a secret group of people and the Bilderberg Group, and they run the entire world. And he was like, God. I was like, oh, Fabio's a conspiracy nut. I didn't, I had no idea. I was like, oh, okay. Did you, the Rothschilds. He was big into the Rothschilds. Oh, big into the Rothschilds. Don't bring them up to Fabio. He'll go on for hours. Yeah, he'll talk yeah. for a long time about that. <laughs> what, what about you? Did, you? did you have any conversations with him? Anything weird? <laughs> I don't remember ever i think i actively avoided going to set during yeah. those couple of days i'll tell i'll tell you i'll tell you another story real quick uh fabio said uh we were at a dinner party and he said uh hey steven you see that woman over there and i go yeah that's vanna white and he goes yeah tonight i'm going to make love to her and i was like no no you're not and he was like yeah tonight i have going to have sex with her and i was like no fabio you, you 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 won't uh, because she's married, you know. And he was like, "Just watch and wait and see. Watch and wait and see. I promise." <laughs> That's not like, the expression, Fabio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Watch and wait and see. Watch and wait and see. You see, wait and wait and watch, and you will see, wait and watch. Watch and wait, you'll see. Two hours later, uh, she goes. Uh, she gets up. She goes. Well, this was so much fun. Thanks, everyone. Uh, are you ready? And Fabio goes. Yep. Gets up with her to go walk out, and then he turns to me and he goes. I'm about to turn her vowels into letters. <laughs> <laughs> and then walked out. <laughs> like, that's not a phrase either. <laughs> Anyways. All right. We got we to gotta talk about better things. Yes. I've watched every episode of the show. Every episode. Mm-hmm. I love the show. Produced by uh, Louis C.K. as well, mm-hmm. right? Yep. As, as, as well as you. Uh, and uh, Pam Alden. Adlon. Mm-hmm. Adlon, mm-hmm. Adlon, Pamela Adlon. Mm-hmm. Who's involved uh, in everything Louis C.K. makes. Yeah. Seems like. Well, yeah. Because you Lucky Louis. Mm-hmm. That's how they Louis. Then Louis. Mm-hmm. And now this. And, and now like this. she's just like, it's like she must be his favorite actress at this point. She did. Yeah. The, is she in his new movie? Yes. She yeah. Is, so actually. she's in the movie. Yeah. Or, are they yeah. close friends? Are they yeah. like best friends? I don't know about best friends, but they're collaborators. They're creative yeah. collaborators. They're both great. Yeah. They so, are, and yeah. they wrote the second season. They wrote every single script together. Wow! Just the two of them. Do you have to deal? Do you have to work closely with Louis? Do you see him around? I don't see him much because he doesn't live here. So yeah. he'll sure. drop in. Uh, I met with him last week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He was here because we're getting started on season three, and. Then he'll come to set, you know, maybe two or three times during the season. At least that's how it was last season. Yeah. Next season could be a different thing. He was prepping mm-hmm. his movie yeah. last season, so mm-hmm. it's possible that he was just busy. But what? I know they're on the phone a lot, and they, they collaborate. What? Well, I want to I want to ask about her as well, because mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of her. But what's he like to work with He's as a producer? He knows exactly what he wants to do and gets it. You know, he, he asks for what he needs goes and if it's something you know he changes his mind or whatever still figures it out works within the time frame given very responsible he's he's good he's and by the way he's He's a remarkably handsome man he really very good looking oh you're just saying that because wait a minute because (laughs) you kind of look like a skinnier version of him i might be just saying that because of that but yes um that's that's amazing. Uh, what about uh, what about Pam? What's what's that relationship been like working with her? Because she, she's insanely talented. She's another handful in the mm-hmm. best way possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She's just she's 
does everything. She directed every single episode. She's oh, wow. in 90% of the scenes. Wrote all of it with Louie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's in, she, she's living it. So the only person who can make any of the decisions or answer any of the questions or whatever is her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all in her head, and we are just guessing yeah. until and It's always admirable what, what to see, is. like, someone that follow like, it's a tradition that goes back to, like, Charlie Chaplin and Buster mm-hmm. Keaton of Hotel. people that just, yeah, kind of are one-stop shops for all of it for mm-hmm. whatever story they're trying to tell. So, yeah, you know. she's when, amazing. When somebody like that is on a show and they have to come to you for budgetary reasons, how hard is it to say no to them on things? I don't. Okay. <laughs> That's the secret. Don't, the secret, don't, don't say, say no. Her. You just figure it out. <laughs> we figure it out. Okay. Like, what's the, Work around it what's the hardest thing she asked you to obtain where you're like oh i don't know how i'm gonna do that and then you made it happen like well there must be something like that where you did something where well yeah where does it get challenging hmm. it gets challenging in schedules because mm-hmm. uh this last season we cross-boarded all 10 episodes which means we made it like a movie we took all 10 scripts mm-hmm. and boarded them so that it made sense to produce them sure and so that would that caused a lot of actor issues so if an yeah. actor wasn't available for Switching it around made it very complicated. So oh, the yeah. AD and I have to work, you know, very closely together, and the location people because as things are switching around, it gets complicated. So for instance, there was an actor who was on Narcos, and he wasn't going to be available for the window that we needed him. Mm-hmm. So we literally had to flip flop two weeks, which is fine in regular world, but in, for us, we try and keep things in order so that she can yeah. keep her head on straight and sure. be acting and directing and yeah. producing and know what's coming. And when a whole week has to flip-flop, that's hard on her. But yeah. she, wow. the actors are the most important thing to her, so that's that was okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, how many did. kids does she have in real life? Three. She has three girls. Mm-hmm. Three girls. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah. They're, those kids are amazing. I mean, there's uh, an episode <laughs> last season where uh, her – oldest daughter is dating this guy who's kind of a piece of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and um he's older and and is like kind of pressuring her a little bit and she's trying to be the cool mom because she knows that like if you you know if you say no you can't date this older guy yep. it's gonna it's gonna she's gonna rebel and she's gonna run off with him and so she's trying to play that game and i've seen so many parents in real life have to deal with that mm-hmm. that type of situation yeah. and there's this amazing moment where the daughter you know finally pulls her aside and is like i i, I can't do this i'm in, I'm, over, I, my head. I'm in over my head mm-hmm. i need your help mom and then she goes and, and did gets you watch, rid of the guy did you watch her face pamela's face go from like satisfied i got you know this is so good to oh my god i have to take care of my daughter yeah in like an instant it's yeah. so good yeah. and i talked to i talked to pam at the premiere of a. Uh, a movie that she a, a film that she's in mm-hmm. there's a movie that she was in uh that i can't uh, i think it's more called my first kiss or yeah. something like that yeah yeah i went to the premiere of that and i, I talked to pam about her that first kiss something. her first kiss something, or something like yeah this. and we talked about that about that episode there and, and just how it's like i mean the work that she does on that show her acting work and her kids acting work is fucking next level like it's some of the best acting that's on tv yeah. and i think a lot of that is is um is because of the the story because they're shoot because you guys are shooting it in order mm-hmm. and you guys are doing stuff like shooting episodes where you know they can have an arc and as actors they can build that arc yeah. in in you know in real time 
that that can only help. I mean, yeah. Stranger Things uh, season two, I think they shot the entire like episode for episode. They shot it everything in order mm-hmm. so that everyone would feel it. You know, could feel the ride of the of the show. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing. And I know sometimes sometimes. We would we, I think Scott sometimes would try to do that back in the day on the on yeah. our show, but not not really. I think it was like yeah. today you get hit with a pie, tomorrow you fall yeah. off a bridge. <laughs> yes, yeah. What was challenging about that show and his writing was he wrote it like a cartoon. Yeah. So you know people don't fly and jump and set on fire <laughs> and mm-hmm. in less than an hour. So yeah. it, <laughs> it just take time. And he would write if you watch you know if you watch any animated show the one particularly the mm-hmm. ones he wrote. It's scene, 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 scene. And yeah. that just, that's a lot of time to yeah. schedule. They're short scenes with a lot of people in them yeah. that take hours. So our schedule was rough on that show and very challenging. Um, I got a, a couple more real quick before we wrap things up. Okay. Um, Atypical, yes. uh, a terrific show on Netflix. Uh, make sure to check it out. It's super, it's a, it's a super great show. Everybody involved in that uh Kier Gilcrest and uh, Jennifer Jason Lee and yes. every my God, yeah, yeah. like oh, I love her. what a that must have been yeah Michael Rappaport yeah. amazing that must have been incredible her. yeah yes. yeah yeah they were a lovely cast why am I sure. not watching this show yet yes. <laughs> watch that show what's <laughs> the matter with you Just everyone it's, you love is it everything I love is in that show and I haven't <laughs> watched it yet Michael Rappaport's great I have a good picture of him with a turtle there's a pet turtle in the show Jennifer Jason really? Lee is one of the most extraordinary and like underrated actresses I think that's of our true. time, I think, you know. Yep. And she's uh, she's really good. Yeah. 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 Do you want to be just like her? Like I do. I like, admire her quite a bit. Would would you cut your hair to look like I her? I don't know. She had a lateral lisp for a while, I think. <laughs> as I would drop that, but otherwise <laughs> so I would you, be exactly like Jennifer Jason. You single white people. Ridgemont High when you were in high school. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And you were Jennifer I, Jason. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I wasn't like all the other kids watching it to masturbate. I was uh, watching it to to learn more of her mannerisms. I'm, wow. I'm very method. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of information. <laughs> you always struck me as more of a Phoebe Cates kind of guy, too. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's, that's flattering. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no. I actually have a shirt that says Phoebe Cates kind of guy. <laughs> that is not true. Um, there is a. I wanted to have like a picture of Kevin Klein under it. Just yeah. There is a, 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 a one last project we have to talk about before we wrap up, uh, and this one is a little close. It's a little close to home for uh, for Whoa. everyone that's sitting at this table uh, because we are all friends with these people. Uh, Benji Alflalo and Esther Pravitsky mm-hmm. uh, created created a show together right along with andy sandberg and a bunch of other people Mm -hmm. uh called alone together which premieres in january i believe that's right and yep january 10th is the premiere of in 2018 and you produced on that show and that that show uh i've i've i watched the the original pilot for it that i believe they made themselves yes yeah can you tell just tell me a little bit tell me what you know about this project and and tell us a little bit about it because it's fucking awesome it's (laughs) They're so funny. I mean, it's it's just based on who they are, which is like the pl- you know they're platonic, and they're misfits kind of in this town, or they perceive themselves to be misfits yeah. in this town. And he has like this super successful brother who's made money, and 
he lives with the brother. I'm not sure if that's real or not. I can't remember, but <laughs> at least in the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and they're they're like these lovable kind of losers, and all these you know the brother has this beautiful girlfriend and they they come and see benji and esther and assu- everyone assumes they're a couple which to them was like oh never never in a million years <laughs> but yet like they are like each other's conscience you know everything and they're they are really funny together and they're just like that i mean the way they bounce off they're both really funny people like just in conversation mm-hmm. i uh there are a few people like hanging out at the comedy store there are mm-hmm. a few people that you're excited to talk to and a few people that you actively avoid mm-hmm. and they're the ones that you're like happy to talk to every time oh, you talk good. to them. You know? That's kind yeah. of so there's a few people you're excited to talk to and almost everyone else you want to actively <laughs> yeah. avoid. Yeah. It's Absolutely. A, it's an 85% <laughs> ratio of people that I actively avoid. But it's I, like people like that where like you I don't s- have a dollar. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. There's like a people lot of like that. that though, you, you're like, you know, if you if you looked at a lineup of of yeah. like who per, is performing at the comedy store on like a regular night, right. you'd be like, oh, Sebastian's gonna get a series, sure, uh, you know, mm-hmm. or um, you know, like uh, maybe a, a, a Todd Glass or a Sarah Silverman <laughs> or one of these. Right. Yeah. You, know, you look at these people, and then there's these other people who are like the people who go at either they perform, you know, at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. or at the end of the show, or they're up in the belly and, room, or they're up yeah. in the belly room, right. and those people most likely are the people that are going to pop off and explode a lot and get noticed and get cast because they're uh, interesting types and different types. And these two are like, they're such, they're such weird, funny types on their own. And for them to literally with their own money and their own time, go out, write a, a fucking pilot and go shoot it themselves with their own money and their own you know energy and yeah. then sell it and have it be like the first like one of the first comedy shows that freeform right. is is doing mm-hmm. that's that's insane yeah. it's insane like it was a one in a bajillion shot that something like that could happen and that's uh, amazing and i'm very happy for them. God, they're so funny and is abc exactly family became freeform? that's what that's abc right. family yeah. became yeah and they've freeform's been like i mean they did the eliza schlesinger talk show you know they've like mm-hmm. tried they've been throwing things at the that's wall that's the one that eliza to... wrote all about how it deserved an emmy right i don't know if that's yeah, that's the one is that the one yeah well He's Lots of tweets. Asking. He's telling. I'm He's telling. telling. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of people campaign for Emmys, Matt. It's Look, not, it's not just—it's not, not just one lady, one person. <laughs> all was, right. It was just especially funny in that case. That's can all I, I'm saying. All right. I love um, you, Eliza. Can I tell you one thing about Benji? Yes, ben? please. Like one hilarious memory, and he'll kill me when he if when he hears this. <laughs> sure. So we're the brother's house is supposed to be a really nice house, and they're gonna have a party there, and we're gonna shoot there for three days out of the five. So it was a big important location and presuming the pilot gets picked up you're going to build it so it's you have to be very careful so we looked at a few houses and he really liked this one house up in hollywood hills and it was very difficult logistically for for production it was like on a cul-de-sac we couldn't get any trucks up there but okay if you like this house you like this house and we walk in he's like no i I really love this house and then he's like are there cats do you have cats and the woman's like, yeah, we have two cats, but we can, we can, they cannot be here when you're shooting. And he's like, I'm very allergic to cats. I'm very, <laughs> I can't, I don't. So we didn't shoot at that house. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. He's so, I love him. Oh, he's so really funny. What was, would, what was Esther like? She's great. Sorry, have sorry, you Mike. seen her on uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She's yeah. So genius. She's very funny. Yes. Now well, I enjoy her. Mike, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was just going to uh, tell you 
story. He used to work the phones at the comedy store when you would call in and do avails. And I would forget to call in. And so he would call me and go, Mike, are you available this week? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's so nice of you to do. And he was like, yeah, but we don't have a lot of fat bald guys right now. So put you on. And I love it. Thanks, Benji. Oh my god. Oh, here's an Esther one. She we oh, were please. we order lunch in the office like during pre-production or whatever. And uh-huh. my favorite place is called Chop Stop where you get like you make your own salad and I walked oh, in. Yeah. I was like, "We're going to go to Chop Stop." And she said, "I don't eat budget salads." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it was so mean. Right? That is the meanest thing. I don't eat budget. One salad. time, one time, me and Mike were sitting at the uh, at the arc light, and I had just uh-huh. worked with Dole, the fruit company, and the salad company, <laughs> oh, no. and they gave me a coupon for a free salad. You could just get a free salad at the grocery store. And so I go, I go, hey, and I was giving them out to my friends. And stuff. I go, hey, Mike, I go, you'll love this, and I I give it to him, and he takes it and he looks at it holds it up in the air and then tears it up into a bunch of little pieces <laughs> and then sprinkles it on me. And I go, what the fuck is that about? And he goes, what? And I go, That's a, that was a free salad. It's a coupon for a free salad at Ralph's. And he goes, he goes what did you say? I said, have we met? Yeah. I was like, look at me. About. I, what am I going to do with a free salad? You asshole. <laughs> and like other people were like overhearing. Yeah, and they, they were, were like, like, what? what? Why it was is he so, so mean? Why is he so mean to that guy about salads? There goes the Dole <laughs> sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, okay, Joanne, where can people find you in the world? <laughs> if they want to, if they want to follow you, what's your address? Yeah, what's your uh, moment? They, do you have Do you have uh, any social? Do you have any social media at Just all? Just the Facebook. Uh, yeah, the Facebook. Yeah. Well, I'm very old. Well, <laughs> something people people have people should be watching better things. Uh, watch better which things. airs uh, um, Thursday nights at ten on FX. Awesome. And I think awesome. there's two more left of the season. My the last one that was on my son was in as a the bar mitzvah boy what and we recreated his bar mitzvah at the place where we threw it no way and he is mortified by it but (laughs) it was great he did a really good job I can't wait to watch I can't wait to watch it guys uh, Mike what about you where can people find you Uh, I am at Mike Black Attack on all social media that is right. Um, if you like uh, toys, do not send me salad coupons. Yeah. <laughs> do not send him salad, salad coupons. And if you're a, 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 a big toy fan, you got to check out his Instagram. It's like yeah. a lesson. It's like a it's very like a, nerdy stuff. Yeah, a lot of a, really geeky, nerdy. It's like a, taking sci-fi a class in stuff. sci-fi comic book stuff by looking through your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. you really, you learn a lot. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff on there. What about you, Matt? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find links to everything at funnymatt.com. Or if you have any objections to the things I said, please let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, you can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Glickman, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. Leave messages and comments and share, share, share. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.